It's late, but we are back. Actually, I am back. It is me, Talent, solo again today. I don't know, manager's out gallivanting around, gallivanting around. So if you're here for her, run away. Run away, go to sleep, find something else to do. Because it is just me today. And welcome back to episode... Sant Carante of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense. Here, I've got the stuff, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. So, yeah, manager's not here again, so kind of throws a little wrench into the works today. Uh, that's why the show is coming on this late tonight. And, um, but I'm hoping she's having a good night. I think she went out tonight, so everybody needs to have some fun, and I'm happy she's having fun, and this is my fun, doing this with you guys. So I guess, let's get started. So I did my normal workouts today and yesterday, and I'm not sure if I talked about it yesterday, so I'll just say a couple of the bands that... I listened to while I was getting my cardio and my body moving yesterday, but it's interesting when I use Spotify, you know, every now and then when I just let it ride, it usually picks up some good stuff and, you know, this is what happened yesterday. I didn't really, I made a list, but it was nothing I chose from stuff that I knew. It was just the stuff that Spotify just played in a row. I rewound and I added them to a playlist and here we go. So the Struts with In Love With The Camera, Weezer, The End Game, The End Of The Game, Jukebox, The Ghost, Fred Astaire, Walk The Moon With Time Bomb, Angels and Airways, Rebel Girl, Judah and the Lion, Quarter Life Crisis, Catfish, and The Bottle Men, To All, the Glorious Sons, SOS, I think Sawed Off Shotgun is in parentheses, Jukebox the Ghost with Everybody's Lonely, Angels and Airways with Kiss and Tell, and Simple Creatures with Drug, which I like that last song, Drug. I, I do think I have to start listening to different stuff because I'm noticing Spotify is rotating around probably like five to ten artists and just rotating through them, so... They could kind of suggest what they want to recommend to you, but there is a limit to it. And then today, today I did just that. I switched it up, but I went to my man, Phil. I went to my man, Phil Collins. And this is just, obviously, I'm not going to fit all my favorites from him because that list would make me, it would have me working out for a long time. And, you know, I really want to keep it to like 45 minutes to an hour. You know, I'm already sweating by the end of it, like hardcore, so let's start it off. So this is just a little bit of, I guess, a list of Phil, you know? I have a huge list of him, but this is the stuff that I put in this list. Hanging Long Enough, Who Said I Would, You Know What I Mean, Dancing to the Light, Invisible Touch, Susudio, I Missed Again, Come With Me, a groovy kind of love, wear my hat, and bringing it home would take me home. And those were my workouts for today. And it's a little weird because I'm 
my apartment is on an upper floor so I really hope that I'm not being too disturbing to the people below me and like I've run into them like every now and then and they could hear my cats so I can't even imagine what I'm sounding like and it's harder to work out because I'm trying to be light on my feet while I'm also trying to do everything in full motion so maybe that's why it's a little tougher but uh, those were my workouts and let's get into the juicy things so obviously there's no manager topic so with it coming to the end of the day I really had to think about stuff and I guess today I want to talk I guess I don't know how many topics we'll have today but the main one topic I wanted to talk about is I I really have fun listening to the Joe Rogan experience and other content like that I like the free form I like that it's a long conversation and you know it's a it's a little <laughs> contradictory because like this podcast is only 20 minutes but it's 20 minutes is pretty long you know considering that a lot of people you know their content is or what they what people have the uh the the mind for is like a minute or like less than that like the attention span is really low nowadays but i love these long form kind of things and i love the ones with ben shapiro i love the jordan the jordan peterson ones uh the one with um the guy from twitter uh mike tyson uh the one with Diamond Dallas Page is amazing. That guy seems a class act, and it would be a, it would be awesome to do his fitness training. But yeah, I can't even imagine how much it costs. And uh, yeah, he just seems like a nice guy. But I think I think Joe Rogan has um, you know an interesting story and. Uh, it just shows that, you know, everybody has, like, their own, uh, path through life, and, you know, it's never, I don't think it's ever what you think it's going to be, or expect it's going to be. I think life is full of surprises, and you just never know what's around the corner, so, and I think his life is, you know, spots, spotlights that really well. And, um, you know, no matter how he got to where he is today, he's got a great mind and I like the open, he's got a great mind and I like the open-mindedness. <laughs> weird, weird sentence there. But, um, he's, he's, he has a broad mind and, uh, you know, that's what, that's what allows him to talk to just anybody pretty much i think that there's such a wide range of characters that go onto his show and i mean it's it's pretty incredible because you you never know what they're going to talk about it, it goes from one topic to the next to the next and you know i hope that's what you kind of get with this podcast like you never know what the heck we're going to talk about which is the fun part However, they got the luxury of talking for a very long time because, you know, they have the, the, you know, the guests that 
you know, people really want to hear from and uh, want to know more about. So, uh, and, and I'm only talking about Joe Rogan now because I know that he, he mentioned that he would like to host a debate between Biden and Trump. And he would, it would pretty much be like the show. And I think he'd be pretty, I think he'd be a pretty good moderator instead of these hacks that act like they're in the middle, but then they're completely one-sided. I think it, I think it would be a great, um, probably the best way to go about it. And I think he reaches a ton of people, a ton of people. Just think about all the people that you'd be getting that don't normally watch the debates. You'd be getting those people on top of his crowd. And, um, you know, the people that watch the debates normally, and then the people that watch those uh, news channels, and then you get his, you know, millions of listeners. So it, it would be a great platform. I think it would be a great way to do it. And um, I know Trump already said that he'd be go- good for it. And, uh, you know, maybe Biden will want to come out of his basement and do it. He doesn't even... Maybe he wouldn't even have to leave his basement because if it's just going to be, you know, maybe they could kind of do it remote or something. But I think it would be really cool to see, you know, Joe in his studio and have the two of them and all three of them in a room and, you know, they just duke it out. And I think that that would be, I think that that would be awesome. I think it would give a lot more clarity about what's going on in the u.s and i think it would give a lot of clarity about each of the candidates you know i want to hear from each of them i want to know about each of them i want to know what they'll do i don't uh just want to hear very uh you know clipped or uh very short answers i want to hear the details. I want to be elaborate. And I think that Joe would be a very good moderator. And I think that he would dig deep. And, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I think it would be good. And, uh, if they have a way to do that, that would be great. And, uh, let's move on to another topic. So, I might just jump into Disney right now just because. I had a really good time yesterday. Yeah. I I watched Pocahontas and I love this movie. I I think it's so underrated. I, and it's and it's weird. I have a weird like kind of um relationship with this movie because I remember when it came out, I was a kid and I was at camp and you know how some camps have like trips to like movie theaters or like theme parks we actually went to go see this movie while i was in fun club and as a kid i did not like this movie at all and it's probably just because you know that the topic just didn't interest me at the time it it didn't seem it it didn't seem um you know, like Aladdin or Lion King or 
you know, the rescuers, something like that. So it was a very different kind of content, like different kind of content. And as a kid, I don't think I gave it the chance that it deserves. And now it's beautiful. It is a beautiful movie. This, from the script to the design, the characters, the voice talent, uh, the music. Um, and not to mention, it's part of the Fantasmic show at Disney World. So if you have not checked it out, go check that out. That is the best show at Disney. The best. And um, I'm really happy that Pocahontas is still part of it. Because, you know, every now and then they update their shows and... I think it would be a loss if they let this one go. I, I think this one is one that might be towards the top of my list. And um, so let's get to the goods. Let's get to the awesome parts of this. The music is, I, I think it's wonderful. I really love kind of tribal beats. And I, I love when, you know, you're mixing different types of music. So. Um, they have a bunch of good songs here. Uh, you know, the, they start off with the Virginia Company, then Steady as the beating drum, Just Around the River Bend, Colors of the Wind, Listen to Your Heart. I mean, it's so freaking good. I almost get like a shudder or like a really good vibe. You know, you hear the soundtrack and it just puts you in your place. It gets you ready. It gets the atmosphere going. And, uh... It's like the music and the and the art are combined as one. It's it's that good. It is so good. And um and uh you know, uh it has its serious moments and then it has its fun moments and you know, I have another funny story about it, you know, as a you know, uh hanging out with you know, my best friend from from high school I remember going over to his house and you know when I went over his whole family was there so like his brothers his twin sisters and we were watching this and Pocahontas you know we we picked for some reason and uh, you know this is how good the music is to where like you almost just all break out into song you know when they come on and um, at the moment where uh Pocahontas, I think, is singing just around the river, but, you know, we found ourselves, like, me and my, me and my, uh, best bud, <laughs> we were singing the line, should I marry Kokuum, and, you know, it's, like, one of those things to where, like, you catch yourself singing, like, certain things, and, you know, it's, it, it's a good, it puts you in a good mood, like, if it really just lose, you lose yourself into it, and, you know, the beat picks up and you're just pretty much part of the movie. Like, you're just going with it. And, you know, it brings back good memories. Um, And I think any any of the Disney movies that have songs like that, you know, that make you want to just join in on the singing or join in on the movie or get you more interacted with it is just grade A. I mean, that could be part of what makes Disney Disney. 
um the characters all fit i mean i love pocahontas i think she's you know the designs in this are beautiful she's she has a beautiful design john smith is cool i love how he's voiced by mel gibson mika then you have miko you got percy you got flit that are like the side um animal characters then nakoma her best friend kokoum unfortunately dies then you got chief powhatan i hope i'm getting that name right and then the rest of the indians and the english crew and then of course grandmother willow like it's such a good range of characters here and um not to mention the spiritual feel of this movie like brings it alive and you know it's like it's very wondrous you're like what like what else is going to happen in this land what else is going to happen in this movie it it brings out those questions and uh it kind of reminds me of of Tarzan and Brother Bear, but those are for another day. Those are some of my favorites too, but it's, you know, you're bringing in two different types of worlds, two different types of characters, and then you also have this spiritual sense, and it, it it's a good mesh. Um, these, uh, in this movie in particular, like, they bridge that, all that stuff, very, very nicely especially during the savages moment oh my god um where they're about to go off into war oh my god it's so good the stuff in the clouds how they're going back and forth from you know the english crew to the indians and they go back and forth and they're pretty much thinking the same thing about each other and it's an amazing scene it's an amazing movie um and i i feel it's a much watch um, and it better not become restricted because of the content, but it mu- it has to be a must watch, especially during the turbulent, turbulent times we're in right now. Um, it just shows like Pocahontas shows that you could be powerful without weapons. You can make change with your decisions and actions. And, uh, just because people are different from you, like you could accept them, live with them and, you know, learn from them. And, um, and, uh, your life has a ripple effect to more than just the people that you know. You know, it starts off small and then it, you radiate out to different people. Um, and I guess the big thing is, is just because someone is different from you, that doesn't make them an enemy. They could be thinking the same about you. But there has to be some commonality somewhere. And, uh, hopefully people find that out and they learn to you know, live with all different types of people out there, or whatever type of creatures are out there, uh, but let's get into the, the, the scene that <sighs> makes me cry every single time I see it. it, it's so amazing, and I keep using the word beautiful for this movie, because it is, the scene where Pocahontas saves John Smith's life is so, so good, and I'm gonna read the script, okay, uh, where she comes in, she's, leans over John Smith um, in front of her father who's about to like pretty much kill him Um, so she kneels down she runs in front and is like if you kill him you'll have to kill me too daughter stand back I won't I love him father what look around you this is where the path of hatred has brought us this is the path I choose father what will yours be 
and then there becomes like there's this flowing of like the leaves and like some wind going and it's almost like clarity hits him and he goes my daughter speaks with a wisdom beyond her years we have all come here with anger in our hearts but she comes with courage and understanding from this day forward if there is to be more killing it will not start with me release him and that that scene alone makes this movie amazing. It's it's truly wonderful, and it's a shame that it's it like I didn't notice the fullness of it until I was until later in life. And uh, so, go check this movie, and don't just skip to the end, the part that I just read. Watch the full thing from start to finish. And, uh, hopefully you'll thank me for that. And, um, and, uh, one last note is I I think it's probably one of my favorites, favorites because it doesn't really have a true happily ever after, like a lot of Disney movies. Uh, I was about to end on that last final scene, but this is a big point. A lot of movies up to now... They all finish up and they're all happy and they're all like fully, like full closure. And everything is happy go, happy go lucky. Is that the phrase? Like everything is just, you know, wrapped up with a nice, beautiful bow. And, you know, it's all good. And this is one of the times where it's not just a happy, happily ever after. You know, they end up, like, splitting ways. um, And it's, like, this bittersweet moment. Because you know that, like, what they went through is going to affect them throughout their entire lives. And what they have to let go of each other. And I think by having a not-so, you know, bursting-out happy ending, I think that made this movie a lot more real to me. And let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. Hit us up at lesvotp at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. And this has been episode 7, Caranteon of Le VOTP.